0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The Rays radio network proudly presents this week in Rays baseball. Here's your host, Neil Solons.
1: Well, thanks so much for joining us. 48 hours after the Rays had signed Jeffrey Springs to an extension The Rays have another one, and it's reliever Pete Fairbanks. You know, on the Springs Podcast, we alluded to the fact that it wouldn't be shocking if the Rays signed someone else long-term, and Fairbanks certainly is a pretty good option. Uh, He has been a dynamic reliever when healthy, you could argue, among the best in the sport. In fact, he was unscored upon his last 22 outings last year, and it really was the best he had been since he'd been in the race organization and probably the anchor of that bullpen going forward. And he signed to a three-year deal with a fourth-year option, first three years worth $12 million with incentives. The whole deal could be just uh, under $25 million, $24.6 million which seems to be fair on both sides. Obviously, there's risk on both sides, and we'll talk about that with uh, Pete himself and also Peter Bendix, who, of course, is the Rays' general manager and senior vice president right under Eric Neander. First, we begin with Pete Fairbanks and asked him, first of all, about the deal, how it came about, but also congratulated him on what is a a pretty big accomplishment.
0: Thank you. Um, That means a lot, I will say. Um, You know, I... I have been very vocal that I am a huge fan of the Tampa Bay race over the past three years. And, um, you know, to kind of have something that, that makes me a Ray for a little bit is, uh, you know, something that's really, really exciting on my end. We love it down in St. Pete and, and we're very, very excited after this
1: explain to our fans why you love it so much why this has been a place that you wanted to stay obviously Jeffrey agreed two days ago to mm-hmm. the same
0: yeah um I'd say on the baseball side of things a lot of it does start with with Kyle Snyder um, he does a great job for us on, on the pitching side of things and you know makes it some place that we want to show up and throw and and continually get better um and, and that's no, no slight to the rest of the staff there we, you know we love you know, showing up to the yard is a great staff. Um, it's a group that we, you know, really value both you know more of the players now, and it's it's a group that we like being around. And I don't know, I, just something about you know St. Pete and Tampa has has always you know clicked for me, and I'm I'm very very excited for the uh, next few years here.
1: Obviously, you when you are healthy, there are a few better in the game. How much also is it the trust, though, on the medical side that they can not only will you do the work, but they can keep you on the right path?
0: Yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, they've definitely helped me come back better each time that I have had our little our soft tissue hiccups um, the, these past two years. And I, I I would trust them to help me through anything that, you know, may or may not happen um, in, in the future. I think that the medical staff here is definitely. You know, one that will help you get back on the field, and I, I trust them to do that. And I think that you know, even on their side, I'm I'm sure that they're continually making strides, just as we, uh, you know, are trying to on on the player side of things. So, yeah, I would trust them, and obviously, I do to to have the commitment here.
1: When did this all start? In Jeffrey's case, he had said it was sometime in the off season, either early, uh, late October, early November. He gets a call from Eric. Hey, would this be a possibility? And then over the last few months it's just kind of gone back and forth and then got real serious lately was it quick for you guys was it long-term like that how was it
0: yeah uh it was pretty relative to that it was very quick um you know once we both had our filings uh for ARB we kind of had stayed in contact a little bit you know before that Mm -hmm. and after that and and you know we kind of had thrown around maybe um, trying to work out, you know, something, something multi-year. Um, and we were fortunately able to, you know, do that with uh, the hearing looming and kind of find something that worked for both sides and, and get an agreement down. And we're obviously, you know, very excited about all of it. I think that that's probably the, the, the biggest emotion, you know, it's excitement to, you know, as, as my fellow Pete said, have it on both sides, that commitment.
1: Have, has it hit you or have you had a chance to really to reflect on what this means just for your family overall Overall, and, and just the journey that you've been on?
0: Yeah. Um, not really. I'm planning on it. I got a flight. I got, I got an hour long layover in Atlanta tonight. I can think about all of it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a big day, you know, for, for everybody involved and, it has, it's been a lot to get here. And obviously, you know, as it's been said, like every time that you hit a milestone, it's just kind of a stepping off point for, uh, you know, where you want to go in the future. And, you know, I'm, I'm very excited and can't wait to, to kind of get after it with uh, with our guys here over the next few years.
1: I know that Isaac and Lydia, or rather Lottie, probably don't understand what all this means yet, but Lydia does. And she has been with you through this journey. Can you express what this means for her and, and your family as a whole and, and what it was like to tell the news to them that you're signed long-term?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, they are, you know, we had, uh, her grandfather passed yesterday morning. So it was kind of, uh, it's been very muted on that end with everything. Um, obviously anytime you, you lose a family member, it hurts. Um, so, yeah, uh, that has been, you know, kind of first and foremost on our minds these past few days, um, even with, you know, the uh, basically the the finishing negotiations that we kind of tried to get in place yesterday. Um, but, you know, I, I think that once, you know, we kind of get, you know, through the visitation and funeral and everything, you know, that excitement will definitely be there. And I know she is excited, but obviously, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, a time of, more reflection celebration on, you know, um, her grandfather and everything that, you know, that he brought.
1: And understandable in that regards. And uh, my thoughts are with your family on that end too. Have you exchanged words with Jeffrey? And I know how close the two of you are and also maybe Brandon Lau? Uh,
0: Yeah. um, Bilal texted me. I talked to Springs. I was actually, Springs and I talked, you know, kind of a little bit throughout both of our negotiations, just as we both knew that it was, you know, that we were, we were both, you know, negotiating on, on, you know, potentially being here long-term. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool to be able to uh, kind of share a lot of, of the journey with uh, old Jeffrey, you know, from, from showing up uh, in the rental cars in Spokane to, uh, (laughs) to where we are now. It's been a lot of fun. um, And I'm, I'm glad that I've been able to experience a lot of it with him.
1: Does that mean something to? I mean, I don't know if they're they're, you're two of your best friends in the game, but they're probably two of the teammates you're closer with in this group. Is that fair to say?
0: Yeah, yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely agree with that. It's, uh, yeah, anytime you get to play with your friends, and you know, especially one that you've now known for eight years, um, it's uh, makes it all all the more fun to be able to do that. I know there's now seven of you.
1: that are assigned for at least multiple years. The three starters, Glass, Springer, and Eflin, and then you, and then among the position players, we're talking about Wander and Margot and, and Bilal. How much do you think that will help both this year and in hopefully the years to come?
0: Yeah, I think it shows, you know, that, it, that it's um, you know it's it's building and it's being fleshed out. That this is, you know, this is the core, and it's a it's a group of guys that. You know that they're willing to more so on this. Uh, obviously, us bullpen guys were kind of the the afterthought on on all of it. But you know, to be able to be added to a group of of position players and starters that are uh, you know kind of kind of show uh, the bulk of it, and it's a pretty good core to you know kind of be added to and and to be considered along that. I think that it's a very very talented group, and I'm you know excited to be to be in that um, that mix for these next few years.
1: And I guess to sign a deal like this, you have to show you're healthy. So anyone who had a question about what happened in that last Cleveland game, everything's been obviously all right, and you look mm-hmm. you're fine going forward.
0: Yep, it's been a good off season. Everything is uh, as proceeding as has been planned. So on that end of things, it's been good. That was just kind of a, a weird thing, and I think that part of it was you know not knowing what it was or why it was happening or how you make it stop. Um, and those have all kind of been addressed. And I think that that will, uh, you know, gives me at least uh, some peace of mind and clarity going forward with it.
1: Well, I guess the, the only question is, will there be another P Fairbanks podcast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh, I haven't considered my, my content creating. I do, I have, well, I have my, my content creation. I have that done. My, so I try and do a hobby every year, right. As I've, uh, I've said I longboarded, I podcasted, I got to be a stay-at-home dad for a little bit. Um, but I'm planning on doing like uh time-lapse Lego build videos this year as my as my yearly hobby. So I do, I there will be some content created for those who are uh, you know, nerdy and really like Legos like I do.
1: There you go. And uh from, from a pitching standpoint, you were as good last year as you've ever been. How much did you learn from that? And how much do you think that will help you? both in 2023 and the coming years.
0: Yeah. I think that, um, to have a foundation, you know, like that to kind of build off confidence wise and and rhythm wise and, and mindset wise is can be nothing but a positive if you take it like that and don't kind of rest on the laurels. And I don't think that that's necessarily something that I like to do. So I would think that that confidence base and that, um, you know, just just wealth of, of success to draw on is something that um, can only serve you well if you allow it to and don't kind of, you know, view it in, oh, I was successful. I'm going to be successful. It's, you know, I was successful. Now I'm going to use that to continue, you know, in, in those, those endeavors as we go forward.
1: Well, I'm sure you're going to keep the right mindset going forward. Uh, we're excited to have you uh, as well. And uh, we look forward to more of your honesty, your engagement, and uh, your pitching on the mound. Thanks very much for a few minutes. Congrats again. Thank you. I appreciate it. Certainly appreciate the time of Pete Fairbanks. Congrats to him on uh, getting his first big deal together. And uh, Peter Bendix obviously involved in helping negotiate and put together that deal. And I asked him how it came about.
2: It's really exciting for us. I think that when we have the opportunity to lock in a contract with such a talented pitcher and such a great person, it's something that we're always really looking to do. And we've seen what a dominant reliever Pete can be. We saw how incredible he was at the end of games last year. And I I expect that he's just getting started with that. And he's had to overcome a lot. He's learned a lot about himself as as a pitcher and how to take care of his body. And the best is yet to come for him.
1: You have had a lot of good relievers over the years, but it's been rare. Uh, in fact, I can't remember one that you guys have extended in-house like this. How? What makes Pete so different and worth the risk um, to do that?
2: There's a, a couple of different things, right? The, the first is that it, it takes two to tango. And this is really a commitment from us, the Rays, as well as a, a commitment from Pete Fairbanks and his family and his willingness to engage is something that made this possible. His incredible talent, his incredible work ethic is something that made us willing to, to bet on him, and those things don't always come together, and that's okay. You know, different, different players have different opinions and strategies and all of that, but when there's somebody who wants to make this kind of commitment and there's somebody who has this kind of talent, it's it's something where whenever we have the opportunity to do something like this, we look to do it. It's just pretty rare to have that chance.
1: What in your mind has uh, made him as special as he is um, and has the ability to be, if healthy, uh, for a full season, one of the best relievers in the game?
2: He's got incredible raw stuff. You know, you watch him pitch and he, you see the velocity, but the movement on his fastball is incredible. The, the breaking ball that he has is really impressive. And he's really refined it and he's harnessed it. And when he's in the zone, he's very, very difficult to hit. We saw that last year. I think he only walked, what, three guys all season. And it really felt like when he was out there, the, whoever was in the box, it didn't matter if it was the best hitter in baseball or a backup catcher. They had no chance. And that just is Pete's overwhelming stuff and the ability to locate it, which I think is something that he's really improved in the last couple of years.
1: He spoke about comfort level here and the environment created. How much do you think that's helped the fact that you now have seven players that are signed for multi-year agreements or more Uh, 4 pitchers now and three position players?
2: You know, the continuity is important. It's something that we can't always do just due to some of the limitations with regard to, you know, our resources and whatnot. But that continuity and having going through experiences together, going through ups and downs over the course of multiple seasons, that is something that's really valuable, especially when you have a young team that's very talented. They kind of grow up together. And you're not always able to keep that entire group together, and that's the realities of baseball, but when you are able to keep some of them together, and we heard Pete describe, you know, the relievers as being very close-knit and really pulling in the right direction, that's something you can't teach. That's something that only comes with the bond of time and experience that you, you do together, and that's something that's really valuable.
1: Does it speak to to the environment that you guys have though created over the last decade and a half, whether it's, um, you know, the early years from 08 to now from Kevin Cash from, you know, the 19 to 22 stretch where the team's been in the postseason?
2: For sure. It's an expectation now within our clubhouse that we're going to win. It's no longer a surprise. And it's we've had a lot of success over the last several years. We haven't gotten over that final hump but now we get into the playoffs and we lose in the first round and it's an extremely disappointing season and that's a wonderful thing expectations are a wonderful thing it means that you're doing something right and to have that culture of having a good time having fun pulling for each other but also having a first round playoff loss be you know unacceptable that's something that it's hard to create that overnight that comes over multiple years, and that is really due to the, the success that we've had as a club recently as well as over the longer term. And it's due to Kevin Cash. It's due to the entire pitching staff creating that culture and allowing it to thrive.
1: Pete, as we, we talked with earlier in the week with Jeffrey Springs, there's got to be some sort of risk on both sides um, uh, to, to put one of these deals together. What's the risk from the Ray's point of view with the, this deal with Pete Fairbanks?
2: There's always risk. There's risk in a deal, and there's risk in no deal. And Pete has his injury history is well documented, you know, he' has struggled. He's never pitched really a full major league reliever season. I fully expect that he will, but injuries are hard to predict. and throwing a baseball one hundred miles an hour repeatedly is an unnatural act. And so there's there's risk on injuries, right? And there's always risk, especially with pitchers that, you never know what's gonna happen. You don't you never know when a pitcher's command is gonna elude him. You never know when he's gonna lose a couple of miles an hour on his fastball. I do not expect that those things are going to happen to Pete, but they do happen to pitchers. And there's there's always a concern when you're thinking three, four years down the road. But we if we really felt, you know, that concerned about him, I don't think that this is a an extension that we would be willing to sign. You
1: know, I mentioned this with Eric regarding Jeffrey Springs. The fact that he's At the age he's at, at 30, and you guys are going long-term with him, when he doesn't have a whole lot of mileage under his belt as a starter, may turn out to be a benefit. You may not normally extend a starter into their mid-30s. Similarly, is that potentially, while it's also can be seen as a negative by some, that he's had these injuries at 29, he's got a lot less mileage than a lot of relievers who've been in the league the same period of time.
2: You know, not only that, but some of the things that he's gone through with his Injuries that he's experienced over the last couple of years, I think they've helped him learn what he needs to do to be at his peak performance, both in terms of performance on the field, but also staying healthy. I think he's learned a lot more about you know, his routine, how to take care of himself in between appearances. And I don't think it's a coincidence that he was the very best he's ever been in his career last year after he came back from his injury. So I do believe that you know Pete is continuing to learn. We're all continuing to learn. But he's, I think, helped himself both understand what he needs to do to stay healthy and be effective. And therefore, it would not be surprising to me whatsoever if he's much healthier moving forward and extremely effective.
1: And I asked this question to him, but – Does the fact that you have such a good medical staff also give you a lot more confidence to reach an agreement on a deal like this?
2: Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. And we've had a lot of success with taking guys who had had injury histories and getting the most out of them, both in terms of staying healthy and having a strong performance. And I think Joe Benj and his whole crew, they're so personalized and detailed with every single different person and what they need. There's no one size fits all method with them. And as a result, they're really able to get guys into be the the healthiest and best version of themselves. And I think Pete has also, you know, he's done his part of that too. And it really takes It takes both the player as well as the medical staff working together, and the partnership there has been great.
1: And I would think from a partnership stand uh, or a partnership end, Kyle Snyder and the staff have to mean a whole lot with agreements like these.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think part of the comfort there is, again, in both directions with, with Kyle, with Pete, with the organization, how well Kyle and Pete work together, how well Kyle works with every single one of our pitchers, And again, the personalization factor there is really important. And getting to know and and care about the player and his family as a person. That's, you know, it's something that often gets overlooked. But you're really, you're betting on the person here. And you're betting on the person doing everything in his power to stay healthy, to be effective. He's betting on us, doing everything we can to hold up our end of the bargain. And that bet is a lot easier to make when you have a pitching coach like Kyle.
1: And your overall feel now—we're what a couple weeks from spring training starting. Uh, there, you've been able to keep the roster fairly status quo for the most part. It, some, I know there were some uh, goals of getting someone from the outside, but do you feel good about the group as we come closer to spring training?
2: We feel great about the group. We have a tremendous amount of talent. A lot of it is young talent. A lot of it hasn't necessarily established themselves or or proven it at the major league level, but they're right on the doorstep. And getting over that hump from being a, a minor league player, no matter how good you are, to being an established big leaguer, it's probably the toughest thing to do in baseball. And we're witnessing the growing pains of that. We witnessed them last year. We've seen some of those guys kind of get over the hump. And I think next year, with having another full season underneath them last season, especially a lot of our position players, I think we're going to see them get over the hump and really bring forth their talent that kind of got overshadowed last year. And then our pitching staff, I think has a chance to be elite and to have as much depth and talent that we have through our starters, our bullpen, everything like that. That's how we're built. We embrace that. We relish that. And I think next year is going to be no different.
1: And the, the extensions that you have put together, Does that create almost some additional long-term leadership in the clubhouse, be it Pete with the bullpen, be it Tyler Glass now in terms of the way he goes about his work, Manuel Margot, who I know has been well-respected among the position players. How much does that help in that regard?
2: I think it certainly helps. And it very much depends on the person and their style of leadership. And every individual's personality is different. But I think having that continuity and having enough of those guys who have been around, who have seen a lot of different things within the organization, it helps both in leadership and also just example setting for when inevitably we have a five game losing streak next season. Inevitably, guys get hurt. Inevitably, things happen, even for the best teams in the best seasons having players who have kind of been through it a little bit and seen how we've handled it as a group in the past, they can set the example for how to handle it moving forward.
1: Peter, thanks very much for a few minutes. Congrats on getting this deal done. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Neil. Well, we certainly appreciate the time of one Peter Bendix and also that of Pete Fairbanks. The Rays, as mentioned, have settled two of their potential seven arbitration cases this week with Fairbanks and Jeffrey Springs, the long-term extensions. That leaves five remaining, two position players, Yandy Diaz and Harold Ramirez, and three relief pitchers, Jason Adam, Colin Poche, and Ryan Thompson. And who knows, perhaps another deal is in the works. If one does occur, we'll obviously have another podcast to come. Of course, you can always follow our blog, com for a further rundown of this deal and anything that is to come. We thank you so much for listening, and we will chat with you soon.